Hello and welcome to Nessa Photos, the productivity podcast about doing the things, making chains, breaking chains, and maybe even building some habits. My name is Rosemary Orchard and I am joined as always by the wonderful Canadian Scotty Jackson. Hey Scotty, how are you today? Hi Rose. Well, I mean, if you don't love me now, then you never love me again. Hmm? <laughs> Hi, <laughs> well, how are you? you know, you know, that you... I'm pretty good. And, um, you know, I, I hear that uh, all Canadian friends come with a side of maple syrup just for extra, um, extra goodness. Absolutely. Um, because, you know, they're, they're all extra awesome. <laughs> so sweet. If you're new here, welcome. Uh, we are Nested Folders and you can find our entire back catalogue full of some amazing stuff at nestedfolderspodcast.com. And of course, if you really love us, then you are welcome to check out our bonus members only exclusive monthly episode, which you can find at nestedfolderspodcast.com slash unnested. So, Scotty, something I saw on Twitter the other day, um, I, I, I shared with you, as frequently happens, you know, we share stuff with each other. Um, and mm-hmm. it was uh, a tweet from a friend of mine um, who said uh, that their their boss um, had uh, a calendar or a boss in a previous job had a calendar. Um, and every day that the boss wished that they didn't work there, um, they put a little cross in the calendar. Um, and um, when the calendar is a third full he considers if he, the boss wants to continue and if it gets half full, he actively starts making a plan to move on. And I thought that this was a really interesting idea. And I don't I don't have specifics as, as to how this worked, but this sounded to me when I first heard it very much like uh, don't break the chain, which I'm sure some people have heard of where you, the idea is that you have a calendar and every day you're trying to build a habit, you put a little cross on the, on the calendar when you've done it. And so you build a chain of crosses so that, you know, at the end, you know, you've got a lovely unbroken chain. This sounded to me kind of like a flip version of that, um, where you, 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 ideally probably want a completely non-existent chain, um, but also maybe more just of a grid, but with um, some interesting perspective of, you know, like keeping a tally of the things that maybe could be making your life less great. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a very, like, this is the, this is the, uh, this is like the dark side. This is like the Darth Vader to uh, Jerry Seinfeld's blue lightsaber, I guess. I, Mm -hmm. I, 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 I misread this um, at first. It took me a couple of goes and you explaining it to me to really get my head around it. And my, my initial reaction was like, yeah, that, that sounds kind of bleak of like every day I don't want to do this. I'm just going to mark it down. But then I thought, no, that's, I mean, this is tracking and this is data gathering and data mining. And, and there's an element of reflection in this, obviously, because you're uh, evaluating how you find uh, things to be. So, mm-hmm. um, so I'm I'm really interested in in what the best way to to start thinking about this is because I think that there's probably a very powerful tool here provided that it meshes well with your mental if you're an eternal optimist this may not be for you um and if you're too much of a pessimist this 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 might be uh giving yeah. you too much but I but I it seems to me that this is that, that used wisely uh, this could be a really interesting approach to gauge one's engagement level with what one is doing. Yes, yeah, that is definitely something that I thought of. Um, and and you're right, you know, some people this won't work for. Um, you, you do have to be aware of the kind of person you are. Um, because sometimes, um, and it can be a really fine line, like for the same person, two slightly different scenarios can go two totally different ways. Um, it can be a fine line between 
oh, wow, okay, this is actually a problem like that keeps occurring or recurring, uh, and I need to do something about this. But it can also make you go, oh, right, yeah, yeah, more of the same, more of the same, more of the mm. same, and make it feel worse. Mm. Um, and so it is one of those things where there needs potentially to be a little bit of out of sight, out of mind, um, where you don't necessarily see the whole thing until you've got some time to sit down and review. Um, but also um, it can give you a much clearer perspective of then you look back at, you know, um, perhaps a list of dates or something where, you know, um, and I, I did this recently, I was having um, headaches. Um, and so I decided to just log the date and time of every headache. I did it with a tiny shortcut, which basically just stamped uh, the timestamp for me of in a, in a log called headache. And I was able to look at mm. it and go, hey, you know, I, I'm getting headaches on a pretty regular basis. You know, what's up with that? And I figured it out. It was a couple of things, not enough sleep and not enough water to drink. Um, and so I was able to solve that. But by actually logging that data, I was able to look back and go, yeah, this is actually a problem. And then when I started feeling a lot better, I was able to look at the data again and go, yeah, this really isn't a problem anymore. Because you know, I I had the data to be able to do that with. And I think, you know, that that's something that can be really useful. And especially if you kind of sneak this in under the radar a little bit, you know, you're not lying to yourself, but there, if you put it, if you put a bunch of different tracking things together so that you're tracking some good stuff and some maybe not so great stuff, um, and then, you know, you, you just log all the things, then maybe it doesn't, you know, stand out as much that this is available to be logged because especially if it's something like, you know, you're not enjoying your job, um, which I'm very mm. fortunate to love my job. Um, but if, if it is something like that, you know, it's it's not going to increase your motivation levels to know that for the third time this week and it's only Monday, you've logged that you really don't like your job and you want to leave. Um, <clears throat> I mean, sometimes you already know that. But the impression that I got from the tweet was more of it's it's about building some data so that you can look and you can start seeing when a pattern is forming. Um, and this can be a good and a bad thing. You know, sometimes you'll you'll see that a pattern is forming of, hey, you know, like actually um, this thing that I do every every two weeks, guess what? The, you know, the results on this are massively increasing um, every single time. That's amazing. That's wonderful. And sometimes it can be a, ooh, right. Well, we do this every single week, but yeah, our, our stats are dropping off a cliff. Maybe we should try every two weeks instead. Um, right. But I think... For me, the starting point is data can be really useful. Absolutely. And there's nothing more powerful than than spotting patterns. Uh, oh, yeah, let's get this out of the way. I, I love my job, too. I'm a very lucky guy. Hi, friends. Um, I, I think when it, when it comes to this sort of thing, um, the power in this particular approach, I think, is the simplicity of it, which is that they are tracking one element discreetly, like you said, with headaches. On this day, I had a headache at this time, therefore X. Cool. I remember when I first started getting sick, um, my my inclination was track all the things. So I started trying to like, what did I eat? What did I drink? How much did I sleep? What was the weather like? What did I do? How did I feel? Were there symptoms? All these, all these things. And there was just so much data that I would mm -hmm. have needed to um, ask you to build me some sort of weird AI to parse through it all. Um only to find out that there was really no pattern because none of that data would have helped anyway. So there, but mm -hmm. uh, I, I think taking on uh, the idea of tracking, um, but tracking sensibly and tracking within a narrow scope is really good um, because, you know, like the simplicity of building a habit by saying, did I do this? Yes. Check mark on that day. Cool. 
or like, was I very sad this day X? Okay. We'll get back to that. Um, it, it is really good because when you try to track too many dimensions or too many nuances or styles or flavors of that particular thing, those patterns are going to get harder and harder to spot just by virtue of, um, A, you're going to end up with a lot of data if you keep up the tracking or B, you're not going to keep up the tracking because, right. wow, that's, that's become a lot of work now all of a sudden. Yes, so exactly. I, I think I think what really appeals to me, um, uh, uh, dark though this may seem, is the very narrow one binary metric that I am tracking on a daily basis um, in this, in this hypothetical situation that I would put an X on my calendar. I wouldn't. Um, but if I, but if I was in that place, um, having that very simple, uh, uh, perspective, I think is, uh, a, a good thing here. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I mean, part of me immediately goes, Oh, but there's lots of other things that I want to track. And <laughs> I've just realized I can still do all of that. It's more important that I don't feel that it's a burden to be able to track things. And also that when I go to do the review, I'm not overwhelmed by the amount of data. Because let's face it, that really is like, it's it's both logging the data and then reviewing the data that are the overwhelming parts. The existence of the data hopefully does not weigh upon people. Hopefully if it's mm -hmm. stored um, in a, a vaguely sensible manner, then you know it, it won't be taking up huge amounts of space, whether that be physical or digital. Um, but Ideally, what will happen is I can just end up with a chunk of data and then I can go, okay, so this week I'm going to review, you know, how many of the the tasks um, that I put in my uh, task manager are actually overdue um, when I complete them. Um, because, you know, there there's a little thing that I've, I can build or something to, to, you know, look at that information. I don't actually have this. Um, but, you know, that is something that I could look at um and you know and use that to review whether or not perhaps my due dates are actually real or maybe they are a little bit fake um and maybe i'm putting unnecessary pressure on myself by implementing fake due dates or similar but by having um the ability to easily collect information and ideally even maybe making some of it you know just automatic you know like so i sit down to do this thing um and you know as part of the the series of steps that i go through to to do the thing i also log how i feel about doing the thing mm -hmm. you know it, it it may be and fingers crossed hopefully won't take you very long um but if you can just sneak it into other things where you feel like maybe you could benefit from a little bit of that uh reflection and review but you are lacking the data then that's the start. Right. Well, I, I mean, in this hypothetical situation, like you would have an overdue task. I mean, come on, Rosemary Orchard. Uh, I, think, I think in doing this tracking too, it's also really important that you're doing um, the tracking in a vessel or tool that makes sense and is appropriate and at hand for you. So, Rose, you reaching for shortcuts, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, this particular boss reaching for a, a calendar or wall calendar. Let's let's assume I'm holding in my mind this image uh, of of a boss in in suspenders, uh, mm -hmm. and uh, I don't know why, uh, and a big wall calendar behind them because they work in their office uh, and that's where they boss from. Uh, using that as a tool makes sense because that's where it is, and that's the tool that would be present when you're doing this kind of evaluation of whether or not I would put an X on it. Um, for other people, that might be 
a, a bullet journal or a, a particular app, wh whatever it is, I think it's important that um, you don't try to invent some radical new system for tracking because that that's going to create an immediate point of friction. If you, if you want to be able to track and track easily, do the tracking in the place where you already are yeah. um, in some form or fashion. Uh, make it easy for yourself to do so that it doesn't feel like a chore to do the to do the tracking um because any um yeah i mean you start putting holes in the data if if you're not tracking it consistently you'll miss you'll miss the pattern so make sure make sure that you're using yeah. something um something common and uh uh and that you can you can easily easily uh commit to and and, and use consistently Yes. Though something you've just said, Scotty, holes in the data. Sometimes the hole in the data is the data. Um, so for, for example, imagine um, that you just take a moment to note down every single time you feel great about what you're doing. Um, you know, this is obviously a massively oversimplified example, but imagine you do that. Okay. And then there's three days with nothing in the log. That, that is mm. your data. Right there, mm -hmm. showing you, hey, I didn't feel great about doing this stuff for a couple of days. What was up there? Um, and so sometimes maybe you can also ease the burden um, by um, only doing the logging under the right circumstances, whatever those are for you. Because, you know, sometimes like you look at, say, for example, if you journal every day and you look at the three week span of empty pages and you haven't journaled, you can probably... If you think about it and, you know, take a couple of breaths and, 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 you know, evaluate, realize why you didn't do it. Either it'll be because, you right. know, you were completely and utterly swamped for time, or maybe there was just nothing to journal about, you felt. Um, and then you can do some further evaluation to figure out why that is. But sometimes the, the lack of data can be the data, um, as, as crazy and weird as that sounds, because um, it is still data if that makes sense um and uh yeah that that is uh that's something just that just occurred to me from what you said and that's a very clever perspective about the whole thing i mean again this is this is about uncovering patterns and so the pattern is either going to be um in this case an x or a check mark or a null and um look, looking for those you know three states and why they present themselves and when they present themselves I mean, that's, that's really what we're after here. That's very interesting. And so, and so that leads us exactly into this sort of reflection then, you know, so as, as one looks at the data or the patterns or the chain, as it were, and hopefully in this case, there isn't one, like you said, um, I, I love to try and have that, you know, perennial David Allen quote about, you know, you don't have problems, you have projects. So Scotty, what are you going to do? What, what, what is actionable here? What is an outcome that I can pursue based on these patterns? If there is something that is bad or unappealing or uh, it just sort of makes me unhappy, uh, can I identify it? And then what can I do about that? And, and I love to think, you know, that there are physics and there are laws and there is mortality and everything else is kind of negotiable. So... <laughs> where can i where can i challenge myself to bend either myself or my universe or influence other people or the scope of what it is i do or the scope of what it is i'm not doing how do i how do i how do i try and influence or change that um based on what i can control and 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 what i have to just you know try and affect 
uh, based on will and chatting with other people. Um, I, I think that that is kind of the next step is identifying what is a reasonable outcome that I could, that I could pursue. And, and, you know, the use of the word reasonable here is, uh, you know, at least initially, uh, I would like to have some creative license with that. You know, the, you, again, no, I'm just dropping all the quotes. If you want to have a lot of a good idea, first, you better have a lot of ideas. So yep. not stopping myself from from writing down or brainstorming the crazy things, uh, because you know what? Maybe they don't seem so crazy uh, after being, you know, fleshed out or rethought a couple of times. Um I think that that becomes sort of the next step is generating as many ideas as possible about what it is I could possibly do as a project about what is a patterned, identifiable patterned problem. Yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. And I think, you know, that is sometimes, you know, where it is tricky, you know, what is the the balance on all of these things? Um, and one of the things that it's, it's just occurred to me and you, 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 made me think of it because you said you better have a lot of ideas how often do people do a mind dump and then they don't write something down because it's bad and i'm mm-hmm. betting every single person listening to this podcast has had a moment where they've been writing a list of things and then they've gone oh i don't want to write that mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know Guilty. maybe maybe sometimes we have to write it even if it's bad just because it's out of our head and then, you know, you can choose to log it or not log it or whatever. You can choose if you think this is so so terrible, you know, I should I should never be allowed to write something like this. You can absolutely choose. There is nothing wrong with, um, like, scratching it out. Um, pro tip, if you need to, um, like, obscure some handwriting, then you can, like, actually just write different words over the top and it'll make it not impossible to read. Um, and so, you know, that could make you feel better about it. But that is something that, you know, I think you should keep in mind like how often do you not say something or to yourself or just note something down because it doesn't make you feel good and maybe that's what you should be keeping track of like if if you can't bring yourself to write it down then i'm not going to make you obviously i can't make you i'm just a voice on the other end of some headphones or a speaker um but maybe just yeah had that thought again that i didn't want to write down and then that's okay like you know just have a note that you can do that because you know it is yeah i think everybody avoids certain things right everybody does um but sometimes mm-hmm. it's worth keeping track of what you're avoiding and how much it's bothering you i mean especially if you're keeping track you're putting x's on a calendar because you're tracking how many days you don't want to do this yeah there might be some realities if I'm in that sort of situation, I would have to assume that there are probably some realities that I might not be super jazzed about confronting, which mm-hmm. means I'm not going to write them down like you said I'm going to start self censoring so now i ha- now i have I have this this image of myself you know you know what I'm going to go do my brain dump except I'm not going to do it where I normally do it I'm going to do it over here behind a closed door I'm going to have a paper shredder right next to me. So that I can, do it. so that I can, uh, so that I can get rid of whatever I've written down. But I'm going to let myself write it down, and I'm going to let myself read it back, and I'm going to let myself think about that, and say, if this is a feeling or a thought that I have, how can I manage that in a healthy way? How can I, how can I turn whatever that is into something that is constructive for myself, for those around me, for my feelings, for my, for my mind, 
for whatever. How do I turn yeah. this into something good? Yeah. And then and then I'll sh- and then I will and then I'll figure out how to make the good thing and then I will shred the bad one. Cool. Yeah. Um I th- I think that that's that's probably you know worth worth doing is is thinking about, you know, if if I feel like I need the freedom to really challenge myself and explore some thoughts that I might not be super comfortable about, uh how do I make sure that those thoughts uh, uh can be that I've got a process to handle them uh and to, you know, give myself the privacy and safety and security to go through that exercise. Yes. Um, The other thing that did occur to me when I read this tweet was uh, how many people end up really resenting their job or the fact that they stayed at their job so long before they left. Um, And that maybe sometimes we should collect data when we don't need to. Um, Because this is something I always realize when I'm ill. I don't know what my normal temperature is. Okay, I actually do know because I finally realized this week, hey, I remember that I don't know what my normal temperature is, but every time I try to check my temperature, it's because I'm ill. And I'm trying to find out whether or not I've actually got a fever or if I've just, if my temperature is slightly elevated or whatever. But I don't know what my normal is. What is my normal? You know, what, what, is there such a thing as normal? Well, in the case of my body temperature, there probably is a normal. Um, and, and so I checked it earlier today. I'll check it again a couple of times tomorrow. Um, and hopefully next couple of days, uh, every day this week. And then I'll hopefully have a relatively decent baseline of what might normal be for me. So that next time that something's not going so great, I've got something I can compare it against. Mm-hmm. Um, because sometimes by the time we start tracking things, it's too late. Like, we, we should have been tracking it before. And we should have been more aware of it before. Um, and maybe it's a useful idea to, even if you're not checking these things on a, a daily basis or even a weekly basis, you know, maybe it's monthly or so. Just how am I feeling about stuff? You know, like, is there a thing in my life that's making me go, um, you know, like a, a puppy that's really, really really needing the bathroom or something. Um, that, that's the best description of that sound that I can come up with. But, you know, <laughs> is there anything that's really making you feel not good? Okay. Maybe just think about that for a second. Think, is there anything I can do? Um, and, you know, you're welcome to put it back in a box in your mind and shove it in the corner of your mind and hide it behind, you know, all the other cute and amazing unicorns that you've got dancing in there. Like, you don't have to confront it, but maybe just ch- taking a little while every so often to check in with yourself and go. So how are things going? Is there anything that perhaps it might be useful to log some data on? Because the other thing is, you may find that you have like a day a month where it turns out that you you don't really like your job. But hey, guess what? That's always the days where we do this really, really, really long, repetitive and boring task that nobody enjoys. Well, Maybe you can find a way to make that better for yourself. You know, maybe you can get takeout on the way home Um, or, you know, um, you can ask uh, if you can put some music on in the office while everybody does it, whatever it is. Um, But, you know, if you can like sometimes maybe you can just find a pattern by doing that. Um, But knowing what your normal is, I think, is an important step. That's huge. I, I, I love what you said about establishing a baseline because... Like to me, when I think about, well, what is happiness? To me, happiness is a measure of the gap between how things are going and my expectations of how I think things should be going. That's it. So I can now, if I oversimplify to those terms, 
I can now work a problem from two dimensions of that equation, right? Mm -hmm. I can work on improving how things are going, or I can work on evaluating what my expectations are about how things are going. I mean, then this is now it's just a serenity prayer, right? So if if I know that there are things that I'm not going to be able to change, no matter what I do, they are not going to change, then I can either be really, really mad about them and, you know, I mean, and not to take away from the importance of, you know, grieving or going through emotional reaction. But if I live long term in that space of, you know, unconstructively spending a lot of energy railing against a thing that is never going to change, I, I, I should really be directing that energy to the other side of the, that, the equation at that particular moment, which is, OK, I, I should maybe um, be working you know, more on my expectations about this as opposed to how I'm feeling about it um, mm-hmm. and, and adjusting those expectations. If, if, um, otherwise I can, I can focus on the opposite side, which is, you know, how are things going and how can I improve things? Yeah. Uh, if I, if my expectations, I'm not willing to give on my values or what I expect from a certain thing, uh, then I need to work on how things are going. And and I think that that's an important thing to keep in mind is that um, uh, th- there's a there's a um, there's a deviation from baseline, uh, and that's you know and again that that speaks to you know exactly what you were saying was about establishing what that is. I mean that's that that baseline becomes your expectation, or at least mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, or at least if you allow it to be. Um, then that that can be your expectation. That's fair. So if things are meeting that baseline or better than great, happy, if things are below, then, you know, maybe not so happy, but how do you, how do you influence either where that baseline is or where you are in, in comparison to it? Um, That's where you, that's where you start thinking about, you know, the actionability of, of, of what it is you can take. And uh, again, that comes back to, you know, having identified both, what the baseline is and what the patterns are that that drive that deviation. Yes, yes, because that's just it. If you don't know what a normal is, you can't know if things are deviating from a normal. Um, and a lot of the things that I feel can be improved from a general systems and um, maintenance perspective is being aware of things early. Um, you know, mm-hmm. so, sometimes mm-hmm. you just find out about things too late to really be able to 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 fix the problem, um, meaning that you have to come up with a different solution to the one that you preferred. Sometimes, you know, it it can feel better if you're you're blind until the last moment. Um, but in general, for the vast majority of things, I would not uh, recommend that just because having a, a bit of an earlier heads up um, can at the very least give you a chance to evaluate which of the various things out there are the ones that you or various options out there are the ones that you prefer um and maybe the answer is you don't know yet but at the very least you've got some time to think about it right that's that's very true and i I will say that this has been a huge um relearning for me recently because i i i I do a weekly review because i'm a good little productivity boy and i realize though that I have really focused that on kind of the getting clear and getting current historically, like mm-hmm. getting a sense of all of my projects and commitments and, and, you know, redefining things, getting stuff out of my head, all of that sort of thing. But what I have not done very well 
is the look ahead. And I think that um, having realized that and started practicing that more of looking ahead of what are the things that are coming up in the week ahead? Oh, of course, yeah, there's that event that's coming up on Thursday. Jeez, I don't actually have a good plan for that. Or gee, here's that here's that meeting that's on Wednesdays, and on Wednesdays I tend to have a big X on my calendar. Okay, how am I gonna how am I gonna deal with Wednesdays? Um, how am I gonna get my head around that? How am I gonna make that better? Uh, I think that look ahead um, combined with the patterning exercise makes it really uh, it can make this a really powerful moment to say here's how I'm going to avoid those X's. Here's how I'm going to break that chain this week because I know where my X's come from because I've been tracking and patterning and now I'm taking the time to look forward so that like you said we can try and get ahead of those and and uh, stop them before they start. Yeah. Yeah. And and that is what everything is about. So that hopefully the chains that you're building can be, you know, the positive chains of good habits and feeling great about things and getting stuff done that we all really, really desperately want. Um, and, you know, that everybody has blips in, in their chains, um, good or bad. So hopefully you can find a way to identify those easily for yourself and make the most of that information in whatever way works for you. Um, and if occasionally you need to, you know, stick your head under a rock and pretend that the data isn't there, by all means, go for it. Um, if collecting data makes you feel bad, don't do it. Um, like if, if something makes you feel terrible, then don't feel pressured. But if you're feeling bad about something and you don't know what it is, maybe try collecting some data to see if you can track it down. Yes. Yes. In the meantime, everybody, thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Nested Folders. And if you did and you want to go back and check out our back catalog, we have all of the episodes of Nested Folders at nestedfolderspodcast.com, where you can also find a contact form if you want to get in touch with us. And of course, we do love to hear about you on Twitter, where you can find us at Nested Folders. Scotty, where can people find you online? Uh, I may be found on the internet at heyscottyj.com by the same name on Twitter. Uh, Rosemary Orchard, how about you? Where may people find you? Uh, you can find me at rosemaryorchard.com, which has links to lots of the things that I do all around the internet. And of course, you can find me on Twitter at Rosemary Orchard. Amazing. Talk to you again soon, Rose. Goodbye, everyone.